What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Hardworking Happy Hour. I'm Sean. And I'm Catherine. And as always, we'll be breaking down all things trades, entrepreneurship, and turning your creativity into a passion career. That is what we do every week here on the show. And this week's going to be no different. Yeah. But we've got a very special, very special topic. Yeah. I'm excited about it. I'm excited about it. Should we tell people or should we just keep the anticipation? Ooh. <laughs> No, we should tell. We let, should. Let's yeah. know. It's going to be about uh, confidence in your vision, sticking yeah. with the vision that you set out, seeing it through. And as a business owner, it's really tough. Um, a lot of times you're second guessing yourself. You have an idea, you have a vision, you have a plan. You get halfway through that plan. You you kind of feel like it sometimes it's not working. Yeah. And a lot of people get trapped into that like cycle of trying something new. It gets really hard. It kind of feels like it's not working. They stop, they try something different and they don't give it enough time. Yeah. There are times when you need to cut it, try something else. But I think there's too many people out there that just give up on something because they're not getting the results quick enough and uh, comes down to sticking to your vision. Yeah. So you got to stick with your vision and be confident. Yeah. So, but before we get into it, we should talk about what we're drinking. We certainly should because it's a rainy Friday and quite rainy. I definitely need a little pick me up here. Yeah. What'd you get? These are called Dewey Crush. Um, I don't know what you actually call them because on the box it just says not a seltzer, but it doesn't tell you what it is. So I think it's just it's, it's got vodka and mine has grapefruit and yours has orange. Okay. Well, let's check it out. I feel like maybe it's maybe it's not carbonated. I was just I was just wondering that. Uh, cheers. Cheers. Not carbonated. Yeah, not carbonated. Pretty good. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, very refreshing. It says summer in a can. Feels like that. I'd agree. Definitely feels like that. And it is cold and rainy here, so it is cold and rainy. So nice. we need a little, uh, little taste of summer. Yep. So all right, so let's get into our confidence topic. Yeah, because I feel like we're we're at a point in our biz or your business, our, our business, business, yeah, <laughs> where uh, we just have a lot on our plate for the upcoming months and year, and and it's springtime now, so that and we work outside, so that really feels like a new. Like, it almost doesn't feel like the beginning of the year is a new year. It's like, this is the new year. Like, the yeah. spring is starting the new season. Yeah. And we've got a lot of, like, big projects coming up. And we a do. lot to look forward to. A lot going on. And, I and we think have a very distinct vision in what we want. We do. And I think when things get crazy and busy and you have all of these things lined up, that's when it's easiest to kind of forget some of the things uh as part of your vision and just do what's easiest right now to get through all these projects because we do have, I think, seven more projects this year, really big ones. Mm -hmm. A lot of them include stuff that are just just taking everything to the next level. So yeah. it can be like daunting going into the year, knowing all of this stuff is ahead of us. All of them are going to take a long time. And then Aside from that, we also have all of these other goals and visions, uh, YouTube growth, social mm -hmm. media growth, um, just all kinds of stuff. So I think it's really important to like know what your vision is and then not be afraid to stick with it, even when there is possibly an easier way out right now. Yeah. And it's so hard to like pick your vision and then when something goes wrong, it feels like, especially when there's like a lot of things going on, like we have a ton of stuff going on when yeah. like something's not going perfectly. It's kind of hard to be like, okay, well, is it time to reevaluate what's going yeah. wrong? What's like, why is this thing not working out? Should I keep going with it? Or, you know, and when we do, when we do analytics for any of our social medias, there's obviously dips and, and peaks. And sometimes you get a dip and you're like, well, what happened? I don't know. Like, do we pivot? Yeah. Are we doing something wrong? Should we keep doing what we were doing this whole time and see if it works out? So it's hard to know that balance of when. Yeah. When to, when to like, pivot? pull it back. 
yeah, or when to just like push through. Mm-hmm. And I think that it is, it's really hard, especially when you're going through that, like that evaluation process by yourself. I think mm-hmm. that when we're breaking down different things that are going on, whether it's something project related or content related, I think we're really good at like balancing each other out as far as like, (laughs) this isn't working. Oh my God. Like why didn't this video get, uh, you know, this many clicks or not enough views. And I might be like bugging out about that. Like, what do we do wrong? What, what do we need to change? And then you might be like, okay, like, it could be a bunch of different things. Let's not jump to any conclusions and like switch everything up. Let's see it through. Yeah. Because when you do look at things through like a microscope, you're seeing all of these like little dips and bumps. But when mm-hmm. you kind of like pan back, you see like the true trajectory of whatever your vision is, which ours has been going great. So we do want to continue to make like little tweaks to how we run the projects and making them more efficient and also growing our content side and creating the videos. But you need to like kind of find that balance and find when is it time to do that? And when is it time to just keep your head down and go through? Yeah. Yeah. And it's the same for financials as like analytics. There are, you're going to have a great month and then you're going to have a crappy month and you have to kind of know when to, and there's nothing wrong with like, evaluating and pivoting, but you just need to make sure you're making that decision from a place of like full thoughtfulness, not just reactionary. Like, Oh no, I did something wrong. I have to pivot. I have to figure something else out. You need to like really have a plan. And like when you're creating these plans, that should be part of it. Like what are my benchmarks for a change? What are my benchmarks for a pivot? Yeah. Yeah. Like almost planning that in, like knowing from the, the onset that there are going to be things that make it seem like it's not working and are going to make you want to quit. And it's the same with business or uh, a personal goal that you have. There's always a point where it gets really tough and you have to like rely on just that determination and persistence that you had from the beginning and just promise to yourself that you're going to keep with this until you see it through. Um, Yeah, I think that's I think that's really important. Yeah, I think. That's kind of what we're doing with our personal goals as well. Yeah. We're staying confident with it because there are times where, uh, you know, it's like really hard to get in the mode to do our meditation or reading or exercise that day, but we're sticking with it. Yeah. We've done really well. We need to actually add up all of our gold stars from April. Oh, yeah. We haven't done that yet. Yeah, we haven't done that. Because that's going to be a benchmark. Yeah. For next month. For next month. So... Hmm. Yeah. We do need to do that. What do you think is like the biggest thing that we have to be mindful of this year? Because um, I would say like the biggest pressure on us right now is just the size and just amount of projects that we have ahead of us. And for me, it can get really easy to like get overwhelmed by everything that's laid out ahead of us. And like kind of kind of look to uh, ways to like rush through it or not necessarily rush through it, but just get overwhelmed by that. Like, what do you think is going to be the hardest thing for us this year to like really stick with and be mindful about as things start to get crazy, which they kind of already are? Yeah, um, I feel like it's so easy to get bogged down in like the very little things and make them feel overwhelming. Like we had this permit that was like lingering over our head for so long because there were changes and, and we needed the plans from the architect and they were taking a little bit longer. And then there was a change to the slab and it just felt like there was so much back and forth. And to me, that process felt so overwhelming. And I was like, this is such a simple thing. Like we need a permit for every job. This should be a simple thing. It shouldn't be taking up so much mental space. And that's just one tiny area of all of the things that we do. So I feel like when we have all of these things laid out, we just need to keep in mind what are like, what should be taking up big, like big mental energy and what shouldn't be taking up big mental energy because we, we have these big goals and we have these big dreams for things and we need to keep those in mind. And if we get bogged down in all the tiny things, we're never even going to think about those big things because we're so just bogged down. Yeah. We're just so bogged down with all the little things that, that are just run of the mill. A permit should be run of the mill. 
it should just almost take care of itself because you do kind yeah. of like the more things that you have on your plate, whether they're simple, um, you know, no matter how mundane they are, the more things that you can kind of like automate or have a system for, and you don't have to really think and make decisions about the more it's going to free you up in other areas because there's a thing called decision fatigue. Yeah. You make too many decisions, no matter what they are. Like if you spend all your time in the morning, like, all right, what am I going to have for breakfast today? Oh, I could have this. I could have that. I usually just eat like kind of the same thing all the time, especially <laughs> when I, when I'm in the mode of packing my lunches Yeah, and I'm very particular about it, <laughs> but it's just like one last thing that I have to like think about. It's like, all right, I pack yeah. all these things and you know, I kind of eat like a child would string cheese <laughs> and yogurt is always like mandatory carrots. Yeah. Carrots and hummus. Yep. But <laughs> it's just really one less thing that I have to think about. Yeah. And be like overwhelmed with because there's so many other things to occupy my mental space right now. Yeah. That the more little things like that that you can just like automate, it allows you to think about your bigger goals and and kind of like see the direction that your ship is going. Yeah. And also I just think... Another sailing reference. <laughs> We're doing a lot of those. I like that. Yeah. I think also being mindful of like when things are out of your hand. Cause like with that permit example, again, I was stressed about it. And it was I'm like constantly thinking about like, we have this outstanding permit. We need to do something. Yeah. But at a certain point, like it's like with the architect, there's nothing I can do when it's with the architect. I need to like set a date of when I can return to thinking about that. And, yeah. and until then I don't really need to think about it because there's nothing I can do. Yeah. So just be mindful of like your, what you're spending your mental energy on. Cause that was, it was, it, it was really, fine. I know it, <laughs> it didn't hold us up one bit, Not at but all. it was, it's just, I think when things like that, that are typically like pretty straightforward, like we work with the architect, they draw up the plans. Usually there's one or two revisions that we have to make, um, mm -hmm. with little details. I'll do those. We'll send them back. We say, okay, we submit it. It's good. This mm -hmm. one had some different things with the slab. There's a lot of like new things that we're doing on this project and we're trying yeah. like different applications for helical piles and all that stuff. So it got pretty complicated and yeah. we had to deal with the architect, um, link the architect with the engineer from Goliath Tech on the helical piles and they had to talk to each other about specifications. So it was just like so much and I feel like we were both so worried about that holding us up when we were doing everything that we could to keep it going. Yeah. And then we got the plans, we submitted them and we got the permit in time and, and we're fine. Yeah. So all that, all that time that we spent worrying about it, like, well, why? <laughs> it didn't make us do anything faster. Like, yeah. it's not like I drove to the architect's house and I was like, give me those plans. <laughs> like it was just for nothing. Yeah. And in the end, everything worked out completely fine. Yeah. So I think going forward, that's a note. Yeah. Be mindful should, of what we can and cannot control. Yeah. It reminds me of a quote. Um, can't remember who said it, but it is, I've endured some of the worst things you could possibly imagine or something like that. Most of which never actually happened. You spent all this time mm, yeah. thinking about what could go wrong, what could be, be bad, and you, you get all this anxiety about it. And then most of the time, it works out fine. <laughs> <laughs> like this permit, I was like, oh, God, we're going to be delayed for two weeks waiting for the township to get back to us. Mm -hmm. Everything worked out fine as it as it does. Ninety five percent of the time. Yeah. So except I did get a ticket going to pick up that permit. You did. But uh, <laughs> but everything else worked out. fine. <laughs> yeah. Stay off that phone. It was my GPS. I wasn't texting. It was I still not got in trouble. Was it a, was it a, was it like a Garmin? <laughs> Was it was it? the GPS on my phone. Exactly. And the problem wasn't that I was looking at the GPS, apparently. It was that it was a handheld device. That's what the ticket says. Oh, Use okay. of a handheld device. And somebody else was saying, like, you can, because they're cracking down on it this month, you can get a yeah. ticket for, like, eating food while you're driving? That Apparently, it's like... I always do that. There's a big push for it. What about, like, drinking something? I was thinking I about know. that this morning. I was drinking water, and I was like, somebody said that you could get, like, a ticket for eating. What about drinking water? You're not allowed to drink water when you drive? <laughs> It's getting I, ridiculous. I'll let you know what the judge says because okay. I have a mandatory court date. Yeah. <laughs> They're very serious. Do you have this. representation? Do you want me to be your lawyer? No, but speaking of that, I've gotten like four letters in the mail of like, we heard you got this ticket. 
We would like to represent you. I have no idea. They're all in cahoots with each other. It's ridiculous. It felt very creepy because it came like it was mailed to my house and my name and it had like my ticket number and everything on it. And I was like, oh, geez, (sighs) this is very big brothery. Yeah. But anyway. Anywho, don't get tickets. Don't get tickets. And (laughs) when you do, don't spend that much time thinking about it because there's nothing you can do about it. Hopefully they don't throw the book at you. And you're like locked up. What if I like lose my license? Yeah, uh, I guess we would have to carpool yeah. or vanpool. That would be interesting. Well, with the price of gas, you'd make out like a bandit <laughs> oh, yeah, with this true. whole thing. <laughs> You're probably just going to lie now and be like, yeah, save a bunch of money. <laughs> lost my license. Uh, <laughs> I need a ride to work every day. It is getting expensive. It is. It is. It actually is. It I don't, actually I don't, is. I don't mean to downplay it because we have downplayed it before. Yeah. It is actually quite expensive. It took my like little SUV took like 65. My tiny little thing took yeah. $65 to fill up, which I was like. I spent $100 okay. yesterday. got three quarters of a tank. That's crazy. That's crazy. I think, yeah, the van is, the van has been the same way. Because yeah. the other, the other time I filled it up, I said, fill it up. And in New Jersey, we don't have to pump, pump our own gas. So if you're not listening from New Jersey, then. I like tell another person to fill it up and they say, okay, I'll fill it up. He charged the card. It stopped at a hundred. And I was like, a hundred. Amazing. Right on the dot. Yeah. It was not, no. it just stops at a hundred yeah. and then you only get like three quarters of a tank. So. Yep. But Hey, you know, that's the world we live in. And, uh, let's just be thankful for that gas. We do have cause dinosaurs <laughs> died for it. <laughs> so keep that in mind. Yep. Thanks dinos for making that gas. <laughs> All right. Well, what about you? Oh, okay. You asked yeah. me for this upcoming year. Yeah. What about what, you? What is, what's the thing that we need to focus on the most? Yeah. Just like what's going to keep you on track? What's, or what like knocks you off track? Okay. What's going to keep you on track? And then how do I rebound? To stay confidently towards, um, moving towards your goals. I think the thing that knocks me off track the most is like overanalyzing things. Yeah. I'm very, I'm very passionate about everything that we're doing. And I mm. want to be successful in it. I want everything to, like, I want to achieve my goals. I want to do these things. And um, a lot of the goals that we have, like, you know, creating a uh, a following on YouTube and, and getting more content out there, a lot of it, like, it's not, it's not like I want to run five miles every day. Like, that's up to me. I could do that or not. <laughs> don't want to do that. <laughs> but this is like, you have to, like, come up with a vision. You have to come up yeah. with a plan it might not work. You have to adjust. And I yeah. think I get really, I can get bogged down in like the little details of that. Yeah. And, and then I think you, you start focusing on the wrong things and you really need to, to like be able to step back when things maybe aren't going so well. You have a downturn in business or, you know, or we're getting less views on YouTube or whatever it is. I think those times you need to be able to like step back, reevaluate and like really just look at the the core of the issue. Like, you know, what is it that you're trying to do? What is it that you're trying to achieve? Like I get bogged down the most with the analytics on Instagram or like just in social media in general. Yeah. And then I start thinking about all these different ways that we can tweak things and change things and different thumbnails But then I always come back to reminding myself that we just need to like connect with the audience. Like our main goal with this is really to just like what we want to do with the content is encourage people to follow their dreams, that they can do whatever they want. Yeah. That they can do anything they set their mind to because that's what I believe. And I always say it like if I can be steering this ship doing what we're doing, Anybody can do anything they set their mind to because I have a lot of weaknesses. <laughs> I have a ton of weaknesses. I don't know if you've talked about that before on the podcast. I don't know if I've mentioned my weaknesses. Uh, but yeah, I think, you know, I have to just like continually remind myself that it's about being myself. It's about being authentic. It's about yeah. um, just staying true to all the things that I set out to do in the beginning, which is always push myself to do cooler designs. Yeah. That's something that's really tough to do when things like projects are taking longer or whatever. It's easy to just say, okay, well, 
like in the rendering, there wasn't like all these little details in it. Eh, we don't, we don't have to do that. The client's not even expecting it, but I always put that on myself. Like I want to do the coolest thing that we possibly can. Yeah. Like our current project, the, the homeowner is like thrilled with this much simpler version <laughs> of the paver design, but I don't think it's quite as good. So like I am, I'm like trying everything I can to get the opportunity to do something that's going to take a lot longer, be a lot harder. But to me, that's like really important. I really think that there's elements that could be a lot better Mm -hmm. and I want to put out the best product possible. I want to push myself as a designer. Like those are the core things that I don't want to compromise on. So yeah, yeah, that's, that's probably, that's probably it for me. I kind of like the way that you phrase that because it's kind of like, even if you're not setting like, which everyone should have goals and that's good. And, but like, even like as a non-specific goal, just having growth as yeah. your goal, like no matter what, whatever way we decide to sail this ship, yep, growth is always the goal. Yeah. And maybe that's just what you keep in mind. Like, and you can sail a ship anywhere to- you, anywhere you want, except for in irons. I cannot believe that you remembered that term. That's a good yeah, one. Yeah, it's That's like a good one. It's like eleven to one on the clock. You can't sail directly into the wind, but you can sail around the wind. You are listening. I'm really impressed. I'm, I'm fascinated by sailboats because, like, <laughs> I don't know it just seems really complicated. You basically have like a sheet up in the air, and you have to like catch the wind to make you go where you want to go. And I don't know. It seems <clears throat> it seems extremely complicated. So uh, it's not. But this. <laughs> Well, it is. It's, I don't mean to downplay it. It's complicated, but once you get used to it, it's fine. It's just like driving a car. But maybe but we should do on. an on-location podcast of you <sighs> learning how to sail, and the podcast can be about learning new skills. Um, I feel like that could go so south. <laughs> like, yeah, Catherine, uh, what do you think about these uh, goals? Boom. Actual boom hits me <laughs> in the head, and I'm gone. I'm overboard. I'm knocked out. You can't find me. No. I'd be a good teacher. I wouldn't let that happen okay. to you. All right. Well, that's a, uh, we'll put that on the maybe. <laughs> we'll put that on the maybe list for future episodes. But uh, yeah, I totally got sidetracked with that sailing talk. What, yeah. what exactly? Uh, <laughs> I was just proud of myself that I remembered something. I, I am actually super proud yeah. that you were, I just mentioned that to you yesterday, that that was the term for that. And you, yeah, in irons. You put that in your memory bank. Yeah. Pretty good. Um, we were talking about growth as the goal, but another thing that I wanted to circle back to was yep. you were talking about how you can decide that you are going to run five miles and that's like wholly on you. Yeah. But when you run a business, you're pretty reliant on your whole team. It's true. So yeah. part of like confidently going in a, in a direction with a business is selling your team on this vision that you have. Yeah. So how did you do that? How did you, because we're, all of us are, Hook, line, and sinker. We're, you we're are? in it. We're all in the vision. <laughs> That's I good think. to hear. I hope so. I am. Um, I drank the Kool-Aid. I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm here. You're in. I'm here for the vision. Oh, so, well, that's, wow. I, I'm, no pressure. I'm pretty confident in saying that everyone else is too, so. Okay. So how do you, you know, I how did think, you make that happen? Um, I think that I set out with a particular vision in the beginning, and I think it's, you know, people see the results they see, especially when you're doing something that's maybe a little bit unorthodox, like you're not going about something the same exact way that other people are. Mm -hmm. You're pursuing different opportunities. You're building your business in a different way. Um, I think the more unorthodox it is and the more that it ends up working out, the more people kind of buy in. So, um, you know, it's not something that, that happens overnight. And I think, you have to like your team has to doubt you a lot of times along the way and then see that it kind of like comes together and Hey, this actually did work out. Good job, boss, man. (laughs) Then it's like you start to gain trust and you know, and I also think that it's, it's, it's kind of like a, like a culture thing. Like I hope that everyone feels like I want to build this business to, provide opportunities to everybody like I don't Mm -hmm. I'm not in this to like get rich and you know and then fire everybody and move to Hawaii like (laughs) 
I really feel like we're all in this together. Like if you are part of this team, I'm going to do like everything I can to like give you opportunities for advancement. Like we're all building this together and I can't do it without anybody else. So I hope that that kind of like comes through. Yeah. I don't know. Does it? Yeah, absolutely. I hope so. I mean, I, <laughs> yeah. I fell for it. So yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. And also just like, like right before we left today, everybody had left the job site. Tony was still there. I was like, uh, you know, unhooking the trailer and leaving. And I just stopped by his truck and I said, thank you, Tony. I really appreciate you being part of this team. We couldn't do it without Aww. you. And, uh, you know, I try to do stuff like that from time to time. And I probably, I probably do that like every day, actually. <laughs> if anybody feels appreciated, it's Tony. <laughs> I hope so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He gets a lot of thanks. But, you know, I, I think some people have the mentality that like they're the boss and everybody that's working there should just be thankful to have a job. But people, people can get a job anywhere, especially yeah. people that are like highly skilled that, are good, you know, like just good people. Yeah. You get a job anywhere. You already had a good job. Now you work here. Yeah. That's awesome. I'm really thankful for that. Anthony had a job. Like nobody came to this company, like not having a job or like desperate for my help. Like they wanted to come here. They already had something stable and they decided, Hey, I want to do this instead. So yeah, I tried to uh, keep that in perspective and like, just be thankful for that. Yeah. I know we talked about this a lot with our uh, getting and retaining employees episode, so I don't want to go too much into that again, but I feel like it's so important that people like really buy into the vision too. Because that yeah. makes it, you're like, if you're trying to confidently go in this direction and you just have these like weights of employees that are just kind of there for a paycheck and like just dragging you down every day, like that makes yeah. a huge difference. So if you get people to really lift you up and maybe bounce ideas off of and you know that creates a really yeah. healthy environment and you should you should surround yourself with people who want the best for your business i absolutely agree and i think that 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 is a hundred percent true because like like i said sometimes with like we're sitting there doing like analytics on how the last youtube video performed and i think we both have like kind of the same goal with it like mm -hmm. we both want it to grow like we're both you know, kind of dedicated to the same vision as far as that goes. So yeah. we kind of balance each other out with keeping keeping each other like kind of grounded and, and set in the right direction of where we're going. Because as soon as you let like emotion play into it too much, you can, that's what like derails you. Yeah. So you need to have the rest of your team believing that vision because they're going to help you stay on track. Yeah. You know, as a leader or as the owner, you're not always going to have that like 100% confidence that this is like, this is where we need to go. I'm 100% sure. But in those little bits of times where like you feel not so confident, like you or aunt or, or somebody will like reassure me, like, you know, we're on the right path. Yeah. So I think it's like, it goes both ways. Mm -hmm. And as long as everybody's, on the same team and everybody's like looking out for each other. I think, uh, we're on a good path. Yeah. Nothing that we can't achieve. Yeah, I agree. And I think oh. it's really hard to go at it alone. If you're the only person that you're like, if you're not seeking outside counsel, you're just kind of relying on what you know and going yeah. at things alone. You do get in those emotional states where you're like, okay, that was wrong. I'm such an idiot. I'm so dumb. And yeah. now I got to like pivot and, and change everything. But like, if you have someone to kind of, talk you off those emotional peaks. Cause I think both of us go through that. We're like, Oh no, yeah. this is terrible. What did we do? And then the other one's like, okay, well relax, yeah. you know, it's fine. Yep. And then we, you know, you have somebody to balance <laughs> each other out. I think that's important. Cause yeah. And when you're like working so closely with somebody inside of a, of an <laughs> automobile, um, you can really sense those, those stresses yeah. in the other person. And you can say, it's okay. Like it's fine. We're going to yeah. figure this out. We're on the right track. Like, Right. I think you can so easily lose track of all the things that are going really well and just focus on those few things that aren't going super well. And, yeah. uh, you know, if you if you don't get back on track with, you know, just sticking to your vision and, and getting 
back on the proverbial horse, then that's no good. Yeah. You need somebody there to, uh, somebody on the team to, you know, kind of look out for you. You know? Yeah. Everybody's in it together. We're all pursuing the same goal. Goal. We all want growth. And, um, and we'll get there. Of course. Of course we'll get there. No doubt. <laughs> no doubt. <laughs> all right. So maybe something that, since we exist in a very social media based environment. Yeah. And we get a lot of hater comments. Do you find it to oh, be yeah. hard to like stay confident in your vision when like like the like yesterday we posted a video and someone just ripped us to shreds about oh, like yeah. design- as they <laughs> normally do. <laughs> Which I think that their opinion was wrong and stupid, but <laughs> Yeah. Um No. But I feel like even like these are just random haters on the internet, but even people in real life, there are people who are like, Well, why are you doing it that way? Or Yeah. Especially when we're diving so heavy into social media and other people are kind of like, well, I don't understand why yeah. you're doing that. Why does that work? Yeah. <laughs> you're on the internet. I don't get it. Do you feel like, like a that? very specific um, persona that you were just that accent. Was it? Yeah. <laughs> is that like a disgruntled aunt? Like what, what exactly <laughs> was that? Yeah. Was and what is that? <laughs> Facebook? Does that the still around? The internet? <laughs> um, yeah. I think that is a gift of mine it's one of my one of my innate skills is that does not bother me at all like when just like random internet haters i'm just like okay like i don't i i literally don't care at all because i don't have the mentality that like i'm the best there is that i'm i'm just like me out here trying to do my thing i'm trying to get better so i'm not coming from a place like i am the absolute best I know everything. Nobody yeah. can tell me anything. So it's like, hey, okay. <laughs> you don't like it? I still think it's cool. <laughs> I'm proud of myself. So like, okay. Yeah. Um. Well, what about when it's not a random hater on the internet? What if it's like someone um, close? Like, like, let's say, I'm going to use your mom an example. Your mom is a lovely woman and I'm sure she supports yeah. you in everything that you do. I'm just saying like a figurative mom. What if they were like, you're taking all these risks. Maybe you shouldn't. Um. I don't know. I think that's, I'm just like, I hate people telling me what to do. I yeah. always have, like, I always want to do things my way. <laughs> totally the same. Like, so yeah, it really, I really hate <laughs> when like somebody gives me really good advice and I just want to not follow it just for the sake of going against <laughs> can't it. can't follow that good Yeah. Advice. Um, and that was like, that was kind of, um, like my dad did that a lot, like when I started out because he, owned a construction company. Yeah. Um, I worked for him for like a couple months that didn't work out, but, um, and the whole time he was just trying to look out for me. Like he wasn't yeah. trying to be malicious or like kill my dreams, but he was speaking from his experience and, you know, he was, he didn't like understand the vision. I mean, he still doesn't really know how to work a computer too well. <laughs> so, um, you know, he just didn't, he didn't see what I saw exactly. And, It wasn't malicious. Like he was trying to look out for me like, hey, I don't, I want you to, if you're going to go into this industry, I want you to do better than I did. So he was giving advice from that perspective, which I'm thankful for. But at the same time, I was, I was really steadfast in my belief in this vision. Mm -hmm. Um, I had a very clear picture of where I wanted to go in the short term, like in two, three years. And I had the plan to get there and I wasn't going to let anybody tell me that it wasn't going to work because I really believed in it. And the biggest thing that helped me was I was solely dedicated to the vision at that point. I wasn't chasing the profit or anything else. I was just set on the vision. Yeah. And I think that's what makes it maybe a little bit more difficult now because I'm more established We've been in business for, this is like uh, our seventh year. Mm-hmm. It was almost 10 years. That's pretty good. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> um, but now I have more responsibility in my personal life, like all that stuff. So like I can't yeah. just 100% be dedicated to the vision and not worry about making money. So it's like right. it's finding that balance. And that's one of the reasons like, 
I live in a cheap house. My truck's paid off. Like, I don't have debt. Like, because I want to have that freedom to stick to the vision, number one, and yeah. not, like, be a slave to all of my responsibilities. Yeah. That makes total sense. And I think when, when it comes an to idea. any type... <laughs> When it comes to any any type of criticism, you just have to kind of take it with a grain of salt as to where it's coming from. Because oh, is that where we started this with the hater thing? <laughs> yeah, I, I just went like such a tangent, <laughs> and did. I don't know where. I was trying to circle back to that, but oh, okay. I think when it comes from your dad, you can be pretty safe to say he was just he just wants yeah what's best for you. Yeah. When it comes from an internet troll, it might come from a place of uh yeah deep seated self hatred or something with these crazy comments that we get. Yeah. I think um, probably the... So, like, today, somebody commented on a post. Like, we just finished this project. and Well, 99% done. Posted some mm-hmm. pictures of it. It's really cool. I like it. I think that we all did a great job on it. And That's then really somebody cool. commented on it, like, this is... This sucks. You're <laughs> such a hack. Like, there's not even any curves. Yeah. And it was this guy, Isaac, and I'm like... I know this guy. He's so <laughs> nice. Like, this is such a nice, nice man. And I was like, he has to be being sarcastic. Yeah. And then a couple of minutes later, he, he dropped the wink, the <laughs> wink in the uh, reply. And uh, stuff like that, like where it's somebody that like I've met in person. I'm like, that, that person, they're just such a nice person. Yeah. And if they were really that, then I would be like, I mean, I don't know if I'd really care that much, but. It would just be like, oh no, so sad. <laughs> but I knew, I knew deep. I was like, this either he got hacked. You would never say this about it, even if he did hate it. He would yeah, never say it. he's he such a nice say man. Such a mean way. Yeah, but uh, I think he was just trying to sneak his way into the hater, the hater comments of the week. On oh, Instagram. maybe that was it. Yeah, maybe that might have been was. it. So Isaac, if uh. you're, uh, you got me for like a second. I need to, I need to send him a message. Yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah. So, uh, but. how about how about you? Um, are you? I love so, hater comments. <laughs> I know you love because most. I mean, most of the time they're not directed at you. So, like, <laughs> what's not to love about ones that aren't directed at you? I just um, I get mad when they're not creative. That's it. Yeah. If you're gonna say something ridiculous, at least make it creative. Don't just be yeah. lazy. But anyway, sorry. Um, you are like starting to. You, you previously you were sort of like a a ghost on social media yeah. when you were in the in Purposely. the corporate world. Yes. Yeah, you were just a, a lurker. You were <laughs> yes. a shadow. I was a shadow. Yeah. But now you are becoming a full full fledged person on social media. Yeah. Have you encountered any any haters yet on your personal page? No. I've got like five hundred followers. I have not. Yeah. But I have. We. Ha- I mean, we've definitely gotten some like any of the hater comments that I have personally received are just like. It's like sheerly because I'm a woman. It wasn't really anything directed Obviously. like at me specifically. Yeah. So I didn't really, I mean, I wouldn't take offense to anything anyway, but like that, it's yeah. just like, that's just lazy and dumb. Like the only thing you know about yeah. me is that I'm a woman and that's what you're picking on. So it's like, okay. Yeah. But like when it comes down to it, people on the internet, those are not the people that I'm going to for advice or when I'm sad or like when something good in my life happens, those aren't the people that I'm going to. So why would I care about their opinion at all? It's a good way to, that's a good way to look at it. Yeah. So that's kind of how I look about like in my life when like in my life, I didn't know what I wanted to do. And I just kind of fell into that corporate world that I had. And, and my parents were always like, get that corporate job, get that 401k, get that health insurance. Like that will mean that you're taken care of for life. And all they wanted was the best for me in life. So that was their version of what was best. My dad was a small business owner and he knew how hard that was and, my mom was a teacher and she knew that she loved kids, but like, that's not actually like the most lucrative career. Yeah. Um, so they did that. And then, then as soon as Sean offered me this job, they were like, Oh my God, do it. <laughs> they were like, really? They, knew, they knew you and they love you. And they like, they see what you've done and they're like very oh, proud of so you. Nice. So they were like, Oh, do it. And like in my life, all I wanted to do was take all these risks. I was like, I'm going to move to LA and I'm going to be a singer or I'm going to quit my job and be a artist with like no actual yeah. path. So that was probably like solid advice at the time. Maybe it was when a good opportunity came along, they were like, oh my gosh, do it. Yeah. So when it comes to like, 
Like at first I was like, oh my gosh, they're just hating on me. They just want me to go live this corporate boring life. Yeah. Which I did. Was. Maybe they looked at it like you were, you know, you you wanted to like do all these like, like take risks with your life path or whatever. So yeah. they, they wanted, um, they wanted security for you. And then maybe once, maybe like they were kind of like, all right, we, we're going to, we're going to push her into this, but she's probably not going to do it because she's just going to kind of do what she wants. Yeah. And then maybe once you got into the corporate, they were like, look at that. She set her mind to do something that we know she doesn't even like. <laughs> so now we are fully confident she can do whatever <laughs> she, she whatever. sets her mind to. Yeah. So you pass that test and now you can work in a van and we'll support you. <laughs> so that's nice. Yeah. No, I was a bit of a wild card. So yeah. I think they were just like, please just don't fail. Yeah. And then I didn't. And they were like, okay. Now so, you can do whatever. Yeah. And we'll support you. Yeah. No, I don't remember where I started talking about that, but. Oh, oh. my haters. So I was like, my parents at first, I thought were haters, but now they're not. Like I realized they yeah. weren't being haters. I think everyone And like those that. are the people that I would yeah. go to for like life advice is my parents or yeah. like my loved ones. Yeah. So if they have something to say about like where I should confidently go. Yeah. I'm going to listen. But like haters on the internet. Yeah. Sorry. Don't know you. Don't care. Okay. Well, Catherine, I think you can't do anything because you're a woman with a tiny brain. So. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, just kidding. Obviously, uh, Catherine, you can do anything that you set your mind to. <laughs> just like any of us yeah. and any of you <laughs> out there. So think big. Yeah. Think big. I love thinking big. Where do we go from here? What's next? Well, all right. So we discussed like external haters. What about like internal haters when you are your number <gasps> one voice hater? Voices inside my head. Oh God. <laughs> I didn't want to talk about that. Um, I'm, I'm cracking the oh. next flavor here. The yeah. ruby oh. red grapefruit dewy crush. The orange was really good. We got to start getting sponsored by these people. <laughs> I mean, it's great. We got the cans yeah. like. Yeah. Dewy crush. Yeah. You want in? Ooh. Ooh, orange is great. Yeah. Very good. Initial thought on the grapefruit. Don't love it. No? But we'll see if it grows on me. Okay. I don't know. Give it a chance. It it the one thing I do kind of uh, uh, respect about it, it tastes like an actual grapefruit. It does, yeah. Like a lot of things are grapefruit flavored, taste nothing like grapefruit. Because grapefruit tastes terrible. Grapefruit's like the worst. <laughs> you think? I it's love horrible. Grape- I love grapefruit. It's like all it's like a I don't even know how to explain it. It's like a bitter like orange or something. I don't know. It just like is not good. I love grapefruit. I used to eat grapefruit as like my breakfast. I love it. No, thank you. Anywho. All right. Oh, back okay. to your internal haters. Internal haters. Um, it's easy to get bogged down with negative self-talk. And I think we all have those moments where it's like, oh, we I definitely do everything in my whole life. My whole, this whole time I've just been <laughs> garbage person. Yep. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I can definitely relate to that. I think a lot of times I'm just like a very, um, I'm very passionate, very, uh, very extreme one way or the other. So like I'll go through periods where I'm like, absolutely, I can run through a wall. I can accomplish absolutely anything. And then I'll go through other times where I'm just like, Ah, uh, everything's so overwhelming. There's so much responsibility. <laughs> uh, there's all these bills and insurance and endless cycle of pain. Mm. But <laughs> I think <laughs> that's <just> dark. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that endless not that serious, cycle but of pain. <laughs> um, just like feelings of like being overwhelmed and just there's just a lot going on you know there's a lot of responsibility on my plate there is um you know between payroll and insurance it's like it's like ten thousand dollars a week it's like two thousand dollars a day which is a lot that is a lot and um you know sometimes you can get like bogged down in that but i always remind myself like i think i'm aware enough about how i am that like those feelings pass yeah it's like a very it's a very temporary thing that yeah. I feel like I just know sometimes like, okay, today I'm just like, I'm in a bit of a funk. I'm feeling overwhelmed by 
you know, whatever it is, if we have a lot of stuff going on, I have 10 different things to do, or we're starting a new job or we're finishing a job. Those are times usually when like I get kind of stressed out and overwhelmed. So um, I just try to be mindful of that. And I know that just from experience and from going through that, that uh, it's going to turn around. Yeah. And I'm going to be back to run through walls in no time. (laughs) I think that's a good point. Just it's so that's always so helpful to me when I'm in a funk. I'm like, I know that this feeling is temporary. Mm -hmm. And another thing I got to say, meditation has really helped. I was just going to say that as well. So much. Yeah. It really helps. You can just be an observer to your experience. You know? I don't know if I understand what I'm saying. Uh, well, that I mean, that doesn't sound like good. Like you want to be a participant in your own life. Oh, yeah, I guess so. Well, not when you're meditating. Well, yeah, yeah. yeah. So your thoughts are kind of like a river. Mm-hmm. You can get carried away in your thoughts. You get carried away in the river. You want are to we be... Are back to boating metaphors? I love this. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> there are a lot of metaphors that go back to boating. <laughs> so um, you want to be on the riverbank just observing your thoughts. That's the whole thing with meditation. People think mm-hmm. that uh, you should shut your mind off. And they're like, I can't shut my mind off. It's not about shutting your mind off. It's just about being aware of where it's going. Yeah. Oh, where's it going? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. But yeah. it's very helpful to me because I have racing thoughts. Oh, my gosh. Me too. It is so helpful. Yeah. And I used to get really down on myself because I was like, I suck at meditation. I'm so bad at it. Yeah. What, what is it like to have a clear brain? Because I have no idea. But... Then I learned. Yeah. It's it's just practice. It is I'm just, just practice. It. And every time that you get away from thinking about your breath or whatever you're you're concentrating on, you gotta look at it as that's not a failure. It's just another opportunity. Each time you realize that, mm-hmm. you bring yourself it's all about just bringing yourself back to your breath or a mantra or whatever it is. So yeah. you're just getting more opportunities. To bring yourself, you're getting extra practice. I know. When you told me. Lucky you. I, yeah, I said this to you the other day and that's what you told me. And I was like, oh, that's actually a really nice way to think of it. Yeah. I'm just really practiced. Yeah. And that's a good metaphor for, for life. It was just, it was just something that I said that somebody said to me or I read before that changed my perspective. It changed your whole outlook on, on something. So yeah, think about how important perspective is. Very true. Very true. Perspective is so important. It's so important because it's just, you know, it's just little. Pretty much everything. It's everything. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I was going for. Perspective is key. So um, you got anything else for us? Because I don't. I was going to get into the new segment that we're doing. Oh, the secret question. The secret question. Um, did you prepare one? It doesn't have to be really, so this is going to be a new segment. Yeah, that let's we do. explain the segment yeah, first. Yeah, it doesn't have to be something that's related to what we're talking about that week. It's just a question that we have not prepped each other for. Yeah. And, um, let's see where it goes. Yeah. I do have a question. You do? Yeah. All right, you first. Okay. <laughs> um, my I'm question, boss. I, it was. <laughs> you have to follow my orders. Okay, go ahead. It's kind of related to the topic. Okay. But I know like we've talked so much about how like you always say you don't have any hobbies and like you just you all you do is work. Yep. So outside of work. Yeah. What makes you feel the most confident? Where do you find your confidence when it's not related to work? Hmm. Wow, that's a good question. It's deep. (laughs) Oh my god. I was hoping to get not related to work, like at all. Yeah, like I know Where that you I work you work incredibly hard and like most of your world revolves around work. So like when it's unrelated to work, what makes you feel confident? Um I would say it's probably my son Max. Like something about um confident dad? I think so, yeah. Aww. Like I feel like um when he was born, I was like really scared to be a dad. Cause mm-hmm. it's just like so much responsibility and I feel like I'm a little kid myself. So <laughs> I was like, I can't handle this responsibility, but something about, um, when he was born, I just felt like you like when I held him that like, 
I knew how to comfort him. I knew how to like Aww. calm him down. And I feel uh I feel really confident in that. That like I don't get I don't get overwhelmed like when he when he screams and cries, like <laughs> I'm very good at like staying calm mm-hmm. and just like being consistent and like, you know, just comforting him. So Yeah. Um Yeah, I would say that. That's interesting. An unexpected confidence. Like you didn't yeah. think that you would be confident, but then you no, just I didn't know what to like expect. I don't know. I just feel like, um, I don't know. I think you can probably attest to the fact that a lot of things that I do are very childlike. <laughs> <laughs> I have a very childlike uh, zest for life, <laughs> I guess you could say. I guess so. I yeah. eat a lot of string cheese. <laughs> Kids love string cheese. You like your Paw Patrol. Um... <laughs> yeah, that kind's really good. I like that. <laughs> um, yeah, but. I don't know. It's just like, it's really, it's scary to go from like not having a actual human that relies on you for their life to now that is the case. So I don't know. I feel like a lot of people, like they don't know how they're going to like react to that. I definitely didn't. I was like scared. So um, yeah, but then like when he was born, I don't know. It just felt like... uh, I don't know, I just felt like I knew how to comfort him. Oh, so that's a great answer. Yeah. Very it made nice. me feel so sentimental, <laughs> bringing up all these good feelings. So, uh, Max, hope you're listening. Yeah, Max, where are you <laughs> you're at? You're only 14 months old, so <laughs> probably not. He's almost ready for bed, probably. probably all right. Yeah. Time for, or should we do... Should are I, you not going to ask me a question? Well, no, should I... Should I ask you the question that you asked me? Like, you, do you have to answer your own question? And then I'll ask no, you No, I thought my you were going to have a question I do me. have a separate question. And Should then, I? <laughs> so then we both this answer is both podcast. questions. We can decide. Oh, we can do whatever we want. <laughs> I'm the boss. Okay. Yeah, you pick. Um, all right. Well, I'm going to... You have to answer your own question now. What is? <laughs> what makes you feel the most confident in your... Like, not related to work? Unrelated to work. Yeah. Um. Hmm. It's got to be mm-hmm. good because mine was pretty yeah, good. Yeah, yours was pretty good mine and deep good and, and, and thoughtful. Yeah. I was not thinking of a personal answer for this question. Um, I would say in my never-ending search for cure, like curiosity, like I, I, like I always say, I have all these hobbies, and I was always so sad that I never got like, like I would say I'm a person who's not known for one thing. I'm known for like a bunch of things, like. Like I, I'll sing or I'll paint or like I've, I've just had a thousand hobbies, but I've learned that like I don't have a hobby. My hobby is to have hobbies. It is to learn different skills. Yeah. And I think I am confident in that. Like I'll, I, I like that about myself that I will just constantly like, I like to learn new things. I never want to stop learning. I never want to stop growing and, and maybe one day I'll take up like, windsurfing and I'll get great at it or something. But like, I just, I think that I'm very confident in, in my search for knowledge in my curiosity. Hmm. I would guess, I think that's what I would say. That's really deep as well. A lot of people can be like intimidated by trying new things or I think what it is, people are like afraid to be bad at something. Yeah. Like I feel like it's kind of time to, to bring it to people's attention. That I might have found a hobby. Are you? Are you? You're confident in announcing this? this is I so think exciting. I am. Yeah, I got <laughs> I got an electric drum kit. I played guitar growing up. I had a drum kit for a little bit, but uh, I just I love the drums. Mm-hmm. I think they're awesome. Am I good at they the drums? Really are. Nope, <laughs> not at all. <laughs> I pretty much suck at them, but I can play a couple beats that are pretty tight. But like that's it. <laughs> but I've just been having so much fun. Yeah, I've been playing for like the last week. Got it set up in the dojo. Do it in between sets of working out. Yep. I might have a hobby. I think once you get over that, that like fear of not being good at something initially and you're just yeah. like in it to learn it, that's such like yeah. a freeing, wonderful feeling. You're just like, yeah. okay, uh, this is all new to me and I'm learning it. And that's, yeah. that's great. And I don't, I like, I don't really care that much about getting, I don't know. I kind of do want to get like super <laughs> sick at the drums, but, um, but it's just fun. And I'm yeah. not like, I don't care that I suck at it right now. Cause yeah. I'm just having fun with it. So, yeah. and you're just learning and I'm just learning. 
And I think you have a great mentality about it. Like, like you said, not to tell your story, but you said that you like, it's all set up in your dojo workspace, workout area. So then you'll like work out, go play drums, go back to working out. That sounds like a great, it is. It it, it has been really nice. So, uh, great answer. Love that. What's, you as well. What do you think is the next uh, skill hobby thing that you'll take up? I'm not sure. I haven't found it. TBD. TBD. Let me know. TBD. If you have any suggestions, yeah, feel free to reach out. I love anything. Well, I, love I guess learning it, any new skill. <laughs> I guess it, it that is work related, but you just started taking up editing, video editing. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. And I was kind of micromanaging a little bit at the beginning because I like <laughs> to feel like I'm important yeah, and I'm needed, but uh, you picked it up like so fast. Thank you. You got like the Ken Burns action going on yeah. with the Zoom and yeah. it was so... Actually, that's probably it. Like photo editing and video editing, I think will probably be my next. Probably be next, that's yeah. That's probably going to take we might up a, get a new camera. space. Yeah. We might get a new camera. So stay tuned for that. Yep. All right. My question for you. Yes. Okay. Tell me a time that you were doubting yourself. You had a vision for where you wanted to go. You were really doubting yourself, but you ended up doing it anyway. And well, I and it worked out or maybe it didn't work out. I don't know. Just what's an example of that? Oh, gosh. Um, are we talking personal or professional? your podcast you tell me (laughs) i don't know whatever either one oh gosh this is a good one right um yeah that's a good one and i have a very deep answer but i don't know if it's like too personal and people are gonna be like well it's it's girls it's where we're going with it okay um so i used to live in california and i worked out in california and i was in a relationship and i that's where I thought my life trajectory was going to go. And then I decided that I was not happy with that anymore. And I didn't know what was next for me. Um, I'm from New Jersey. So is Sean. We went to the same high school. Um, so I moved out to California. I was out there doing my thing. I was working in commercial real estate as I was building this career. And I just decided ultimately that I was not happy in my own life. So all of a sudden, kind of, I mean, it wasn't all of a sudden, but like, Pretty much. Kind of all of a sudden. Yeah. I decided to change everything. And I decided <laughs> to leave everything that was in California and come home and uh, basically start from scratch. I I had nothing. I had no money. I had my my dear sweet parents were like, you can live with us for three months and then that is it. You have a hard stop and then you have to figure it out on your own. Uh, and I was 28 at the time. And um, uh, that was like, terrifying because everything literally everything was new everything in my life I had to uproot literally everything um and it was the best decision I've ever made and it was nice not only was it scary at the time but I changed absolutely everything and in and every I knew that things weren't good in my life and I wanted to change everything and because I changed everything absolutely everything in my life got better and it was like the best decision I've ever made wow yeah, that, that was too personal. Sorry. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. That is what we're here for, to share our experiences. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I mean, that obviously, I mean, that's not only a big life change, it's a big geographic change. It's like, yeah. it's like not I only like a mental everything. shift, it's like a <laughs> thousands of miles yeah. moving stuff shift. Yeah. So. And, but because I did that, then it like, like, up until that like point in my life, I'd played everything safe, very safe. And then after that, and I realized, oh, I can do this. Then like other big life shifts were not scary. Like when I left commercial real estate and came and worked in the construction industry, like that was like a natural progression. I was just like, yeah, oh, this should be scary. Not scary at all. Let's this do isn't it. even close to scary. <laughs> I moved across the country. Let's make this major life shift. In I my love late twenties, when everyone yeah. else was had all these expectations of me, and I yeah. was just starting over. <laughs> no thanks. I yep. will. Carve my own path. Yeah. Wow. So that's a good answer. This is very. Thanks. I feel like we're getting very deep in this episode. Yeah. Okay. Well, there you go. What's yours? Oh, I got. I got you answer. got to answer it. Yeah. Um. When were you uh, nervous about a decision and then went for it? Hmm. I don't know. I didn't prepare an answer for this. <laughs> <laughs> Even though I 
prepared the part where we both answer each other's questions. I didn't really think about me answering my own question. Um, uh, I don't, I honestly, I really can't think of anything that, um, I don't know. I'm very like impulsive. Like once I, once like the, the, the switch flips in my head and I'm just like, like now nah, I'm done with that. Like I don't like, I don't think I hang on to things and like dwell on it too much. Like I would say the biggest thing was like when I, I had built somewhat of a business doing lawn care and landscaping. But like once I did uh like a full backyard project and like, and got to experience that creativity, like something flipped in my brain. It was just like, not only like, it wasn't about like making a decision. Okay. Should I switch this? It was just like, I can't do that anymore. Like I cannot <laughs> bring myself to do that one more day. Like yeah, it has to end right now. <laughs> so a real scorched earth situation. Yeah. Like I just feel like, um, yeah. When I feel like that strongly about something, it's not that I don't have reservations about moving forward in that direction. It's that, it's more that I just can't do that other thing anymore. Yeah. So it's like, I can't cut lawns and do landscaping. Like I just, I cannot bring myself to do it one more day. Like that is the old me that is behind me. That's in my past. (laughs) I have to move forward. And I think that's like always been my mentality. Like once I'm done with something, it's like, it's like kind of like I'm done. Yeah. I'm moving on to the next thing. I can't bring myself to do that other thing anymore. So, yeah, I don't know if that really answered the question, but um, I think that's like how I approach like those, those like big life changes. Like when I went into doing decks and patios and there's been like a couple of points in my life where I've kind of like stopped this thing, done the next thing, but I don't know. I'm very, I'm a very extreme person. So it's, um... Yeah, I don't know. That's always how I've always approached those type of decisions. Yeah. I feel like the life advice that I always give people, because now I'm a seasoned pro at like just giving up old lives. um, You just have to know that in your life, you've gotten this far making decisions and you have made good decisions this far in your life. Maybe you've made some bad ones, but like everything in your life has worked out to where you are now. And you are, you can quantify yourself as a good decision maker and just think of that. I like, mean, some people can't. <laughs> well, people okay. Really can't. Yeah. Some people aren't, but they're probably not listening to a self-help yeah. podcast yeah. about like Most people we know, yeah. They've, <laughs> they've like, gone to a good like, place. You, you need to be confident. That's true. Bad things. That's true. I wonder what our, our prison's uh, analytics are. Oh, there's a lot you of people. Listen, yeah. But I think like everyone, you, you just need to make a decision like, okay, this thing that I'm about to do is really scary and I don't know what's going to be ne- what's next, but you have to know within yourself that like I've gotten myself through other hard decisions and hard times and I've made the best of it. So I'm going to keep doing that. That's who you are as a person. Just keep, just know, be like, okay, I've made that hard decision. I've made a yeah. hard decision and I'll figure out what's next. It's going to be hard and it's going to be an uphill battle, but I'll figure out what's next. Yeah. That's always how I've treated myself. Like this thing is scary. I don't know what's on the end of other end of this, but yeah. I trust myself to know I'm going to figure it out either way. I've yet to be like homeless living on the streets or whatever. Like I've always figured it out. You have a good enough network where like, you know, maybe like everybody doesn't like, like your parents were like, you got to find your place yeah, to live. No, but like, they if you were, were hardcore, like, like you got to get out. If you were like living in your, like <laughs> under a bridge, they'd be like, all right, Catherine, come back home. Like, <laughs> I don't we know. We were they just were trying like, to do this as, they were like hard stop at three um, months. So yeah, I think, I think that's a really good perspective to have. Like just give yourself a pat on the back for like, no matter who you are, you've done hard things yeah. to get to where you are. You've made it this far. Yeah. You've made it this far. You're going to keep going. And, mm-hmm you know, give yourself a little credit for what you've been through so far, what you've accomplished and have some faith in yourself that you can get to that next stage. Yeah. So you will fig- you might not know what's good right now, but you'll figure yeah. it out. You will figure it out. Follow your gut. Don't think mm-hmm. about uh, the, the 
repercussions at all. Just go for it, <laughs> figure it out and later, it out, yeah. and uh, you'll be good to go. <laughs> I don't know if you should follow that advice exactly, but um, like <laughs> hopefully, I think this was an important topic to touch on. Um, you know, I think because, we all have a lot to learn in the area of confidence, and yeah, you know, and in just in experience. business and in life, you live and die by the vision. At least I do. So yeah, you should. Um, yeah. Hopefully you got something out of this. Maybe I don't know. I feel like this was just like maybe we just got something out of this. <laughs> we just got so deep. I know. But anyway, um, hope you liked it. We'll have another just absolutely riveting topic for you next week. Until yeah. then. This has been the Hardworking Happy Hour. See you next week. <laughs>